Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey girl, you got them headphones on. I sure hope you do. I sure hope you do. Welcome, 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 welcome one. Welcome all. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. I am recording this episode today on purpose, deliberately, to stay in the moment of the 2020 election cycle. As it stands right now in the evening, it is 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 all over the place. It's all, it's all over the place. It is it's, it's all over the place. It's a mixed bag. We learning some things. We relearning some things. But one thing that we always seem to know is where our sisters stand to the left and to the right, to the front and to the back of us. Mm-hmm. We came to these shores so many years ago, 400 plus, and we didn't even know each other's names. Many of us came from different parts of Africa, different parts of the world, brought to these shores, not speaking this language, being seen as cattle, being seen as less than cattle, being seen like a chair or another piece of property that you just move around, or maybe even a tree a plant or something that you could use, but you don't have to respect it as a human being. Well, we are indeed human beings. When I think of the women that came before us, the ones who survived so that we could be here this very moment, sometimes it gets really, really hard on all of us. And sometimes I just think back on all of our ancestors and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers doing things for us that we did not know that they were doing in order for us to be in the place that we are today. Just think and sit and imagine for just a moment of getting off of a ship and putting your feet on land that you've never been to before, maybe seeing sunlight or something for the first time in years or days or weeks is not years, but it's been, it's been weeks. And Whoever you have come to know, you've been separated from your family. These people next to you and around you have some way become your family and you get re-separated and you don't know what's getting ready to happen to you. There were no planes that took our ancestors from South Carolina to Alabama. They walked in shackles and in chains to the South, 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 out West, and all across this country to labor for free. So here we stand today with Kamala Harris being on the cusp. She might be the vice president by the time you hear this, and she may not be. 
But what I want you to know, sis, is as you grab your cup, because you know I want to know what's in your cup, I'm drinking a martini out of a Santa Claus glass because I figured my mug, my Santa Claus mug, I figured, you know what? <laughs> the way that 2020 has been 2020-ing, why not go ahead and get the season started early? Listen, if Jesus is the reason for the season, then the season is all the time, correct? <laughs> so yes, my love. Yes, my dear. Yes, my sister. Yes. No matter where you are today, if you're feeling good or if you're feeling not so good or if you're feeling I like I don't know how I feel, sis. I don't even know how I feel. Honor all of that. I would like to suggest to you that you continue to journal. I would like to suggest to you that you continue to pray and meditate. I would like to con con to suggest to you that you offer yourself some space for creativity, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. If you listened to the protect your peace as you protect your edges bonus content that I dropped uh, last week and to get ready for this week with the election upcoming. This country has been many, many things and we have put many, many things into this country that has made it great, but it has often not been so great to us. So it is always, always a very, very good idea to protect yourself. You don't have to walk around with your guard up and be angry all the time, though sometimes that is warranted. Okay, a lot of times it's warranted. <laughs> but you do need to actively work on cultivating how to protect yourself, that you know where your triggers are, the things that are troubling for you, the things that you know may be a problem for you, sometimes that you can't even engage with because of how they make you personally feel in your spirit, you know? So that this is a time for that. Uh, like I said, I don't know what the outcome will be, but I know you still going to be you. I know you still going to be fabulous when it's all said and done. And you know what? We're going to keep doing what black women always do. Get shit done, baby. Get shit done. <laughs> okay? Okay. Oh, honey, you thought that was all? Wait for the remix. So in the spirit of continuing to talk about uh, all of the amazing things that have happened this year, and I told you, no matter how things turn out with this election of 20 of the 20, there have been some inroads made by Black women that certainly deserve to be recognized and certainly how you remix it. This week, I am honoring Queen Stacy Abrams of Atlanta, Georgia. Well, she's not from actually from Atlanta. I just put everybody in Atlanta because when you think of Georgia, you think of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, and Savannah, they have good food. Oh my gosh, there's lots of other places. Anyway, so yes, Stacy Abrams ran for governor of Georgia and she was running against... Mm -hmm. the the governor of the board of elections <laughs> uh, for that election cycle so uh unfortunately stacy abrams lost but she came very very close even with all the cheating it was cheating okay shenanigans 
You can call it whatever euphemistic word you want to call it, but it was not cute. But Stacy decided, you know what? I am not going to fight you here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use all of my good government skills and my background and my degrees and all of those things. And I'm going to turn this disenfranchisement of many into a movement. And that is exactly what she did in the state of Georgia. She helped to build a brand new infrastructure and kept in touch with building coalitions throughout the state of Georgia. That's what we do. That is how you flip it and remix it. When you're faced with adversity, somebody don't want you to have something that you think that, but not you think that you know, that you've worked hard, that you deserve. Then someone comes up and sets up some new set of rules. And you know what you say? You say, fuck them rules. Okay, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. I'll see you on the other side because it ain't over. The party's not what? It ain't over. Name the song. Hmm? <laughs> the party is not over. And so Stacy Abrams, ma'am, madam, I tip my crown to you for all that you did for the great state of Georgia, for all that you did for showing us how to not just be gracious after you um, have suffered, a not suffered, served a defeat that didn't deserve and let me tell you something else that Stacy did that I will always appreciate. It's such a black woman thing. She never conceded. She was like, you can have it. I'm not going to say that you won, but you could go on and have it. And I'm going to see you on the other side of this. And so if the great state of Georgia goes to the Democratic Party, or if it does not, this evening on Tuesday, November the 3rd of the 2020 of things. Listen, what you can always look back and say is that we knew a sis who suffered a, a defeat. I hate saying suffered a defeat. Who was shown the actual heart of people when they will, they lie, steal, cheat and steal to get something that you don't, you don't do battle with them then. You come back and you use the rules to beat their ass later. You might not be the beneficiary of it, but someone along the way will. And that <laughs> is how you flip it, turn it around, and remix it again, just like last week with Kamala. Not necessarily for something that's going to benefit you, but benefit those looking at you and benefit those yet to come. You did that, sis. You did that. And you are worthy of being honored this week's remix. So what? What? I'm snapping too. I'm, what's the popping topic? What's the popping topic? Hey, what's the popping topic this week? Well, honey, it is about body talk. Hey, I'm still snapping my fingers. Talk body to me. Body talk. I'm not going to sing anymore because I don't want anyone suing me. <laughs> body talk, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Yo Fly Auntie podcast. So as you get a little older and you m mature, 
you start seeing gray hairs pop up in places where you just like, <laughs> you have no business here. You have absolutely no business in my eyebrows, under my armpits, under my chin, on my cooch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Young ladies, if you're listening, all of the hair can get gray. All of it. There's a very funny uh, Sex in the City episode when Samantha found a, <laughs> a gray hair and she uh, went to, because, you know, Samantha was a super vain person on Sex in the City and she went to her hair colorist or whatever and she had her pubic hair dyed. Uh, but it was supposed to match, I guess, her natural hair, but it came out like, like red, like super red. Like, so she was referring to herself as Bozo Cooch. That's what she called it. (laughs) Just thinking about it. If you haven't seen that episode of Sex in the City, check that out. That one was a really good one. So all of this entire conversation could probably go into... I wish uh, somebody would have told me these things sooner. First of all, um, the snapbacks and the bounce backs and the the whatever backs that you see of people in in the entertainment industry, it is an entertainment industry. And so they have to show you, you know, they got to show you that they tried and they've been working out a little bit, but guess what? They have a staff, they have a chef, they have a cook, they have whatever. So assigning those um, characteristics of beauty to ourselves is so damaging, specifically for black women. It is so damaging. We're just getting to the point in society that big booties and big boobs and and small waist and all that stuff is the kind and the nice full lips, honey, and that thick hair, yes, are the kind of things that people pay for. It's a whole industry. The darker skin, all of those things. An entire industry built around trying to look like what you have right now naturally just think about that for a minute so going into your midlife part of life things start to change and they change so quickly when they call it the change they don't call it the change for nothing honey now Fortunately, knock on wood, I'm banging on my forehead right now. I have not um, experienced hot flashes, but I have so many friends that do, and they are life-altering, honey. Hot flashes do not come with like a warning, like beep, 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 you know, like for your car. I mean, you're ready to run hot, getting ready to run hot. Uh, You you might want to take me in and, and, and put a towel around my neck and get, get a fan or something because you about to be sweating in, in the middle of this ice storm, sis, and people going to be wondering, is she okay? <laughs> no, I'm having a hot flash. And a lot of black women deal with fibroids, and fibroids can be so painful. Not the physical necessary pain but it your your menstrual cycle 
just takes on a whole different life. Um, you don't know if this is going to be a situation where you can ready to have to get you some daggone, uh, a, a pack of, go to the hospital and get blood because your heart, your hormones are crazy. And those fibroids are down there just creating all kinds of havoc. So that's a huge thing for black women. And so is polycystic ovaries. And that's when the cysts are on your ovaries and they, they shoot off a bunch of stuff too that makes it very difficult for us to just kind of just easy breezy navigate through life. Don't be cute and do this than any other. Beautiful thing about getting older in this space is because this is a full on, I wish somebody would have told me. I, I wish someone would have told me that my size, my weight, my whatever has nothing to do with the price, the worth, the worth of myself. The size jeans that you may be trying to get into will still be the size jeans that you get into. Will they change you? No. So many external goals that we set for ourselves are totally based on societal standards of beauty. And as we know, societal standards of beauty have been rarely accepted from us from the authentic source and often accepted and praised when there is another source that can emulate all of our beauty and magic. But we know that black girl magic is ah real and it is certainly amazing and it's something that is just unfucking deniable you know people ask you I know they do because they ask me all the time how'd you get to be so strong and and self-confident about your body image and things of that nature well not hard since the average woman in the United States is a size 14. So those girls you see on TV do not represent what most women look like. I have absolutely no problems in sharing what I look like because I think I look fucking amazing. And not because somebody else said so, but because I said so. Now, does that mean I have always had a positive body image no absolutely not and guess what I know y'all can relate to this too when I had a negative a more negative view towards my body I weighed so much less than I do right now but I do remember how little I enjoyed myself because I wasn't allowing myself to do things like, you know, have a little splurge meal or eat or deep dive into some pizza, honey. You know, uh, uh, what are those Chicago style pizzas or anything? I wouldn't allow myself to just do any of the things. Food is just like any other tool. You can lean in on it too hard. You can lean away from it too hard. Balance, balance, 
balance is always the key. And so as far as body talk is concerned, I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation. I'm just kicking it off with just a bunch of things that I think are super important as we grow older because we are not our mother's 40 or our mother's 50 or our mother's 60 or 70. For me, my mother would have been 75. Now, my mama was a D-I-V-A. She was a diva, honey. And she always thought she was cute and she was fine. So I guess it's another case of I get it from my mother. But if you didn't have healthy role models and you still find yourself in the midlife of things, trying to undo some of the trauma of being called nicknames within your household that made you feel less than. This is a good time to work on it. This is a really, really good time for you to work on that because you have the tools now to do it. You can be honest with yourself. You can also be forgiving. That young person survived as long as they did and evolved as much as they did for you to be the fly-ass woman that you are today. So you look back at her, and sometimes you shake your head at some of the things you did as a younger woman, but she didn't know any better. When you know better, you do what? Yep, I heard you in the car. I heard you. I heard you. When you know better, you do better. And so... This will be an ongoing conversation. I have some people that I really, 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 really want to speak to this audience about perimenopause, menopause, nutrition, how that can help you to control a lot of the things that you may experience with menopause or being perimenopausal. A lot of people only associate menopause with hot flashes and weight gain, like midsection weight gain, but you can have all kinds of things like mental fogginess or a lack of libido, honey. Yeah, your sex drive and dread. Your sex drive and dread. It ain't nothing dread about you. And you might feel a little off because you're just like, oh, honey. I was never this girl that will be like, eh, sex, eh. I'm like, child, you can be like some, <laughs> the girls, the kids now, like when he have his gray sweatpants on that, you know, it's a Netflix and chill night. We didn't have gray sweatpants to, to gauge the situation. And chances are, if you were in a room with a person that you were attracted to you knew before you even got to that point if you was gonna give them some (laughs) oh it's just me so y'all saying i'm the only hoe (laughs) not a hoe sis and a lot of people who are re-entering the dating field and finding out that their body that they had when they originally got married you feel a little different about it now. I sure hope you feel more positive about it. But if you're not, or if you just want to find more of a way for you to be settled 
in your spirit about your body, I want to keep this conversation going. Because for Black women, I do not hear a whole bunch going on around this topic about our bodies being amazing, about our bodies being beautiful, about our bodies being the standard of beauty for generations. But we were told that it was beautiful on someone else, but not your black ass. Well, guess what? (laughs) Times have changed. We're going to keep this going, y'all. Yes. So send in any questions that you might have or that you might want to talk about, um, you know, about body image and about body image specifically with black women. You know, you can hit me up at, you can hit me up at Y-O-F-L-Y-A-U-N-T-Y at gmail.com. Send, send those questions in, y'all. Send those questions in. We might start us a little cute little question and answer segment. I think that'll be adorable. What you think? <laughs> hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold. So something that I wish <laughs> that someone would have told me earlier, really does go back to body talk. I just never thought like, well, where do stretch marks come from? (laughs) I called them my tiger stripes. I'm part tiger. Yeah. I wish someone would have told me that the things that are assigned to cellulite or stretch marks or any of those things that people may or may not view as beautiful. I wish someone would have told me a lot earlier. And I don't know if I would have been able to receive this message. So that's why I'm kind of pausing while I'm thinking about it. That those things, uh, stretch marks, um, scars, uh, C-section scars, uh, are, are all proof of a life that is lived inside of a body. (laughs) You might have a lot. You might not have a little. You may not have any of these things at all, but I just wish somebody would have told me earlier in my life that human bodies look different. Human bodies will behave. Black human bodies, black bodies of women will behave differently as you get older they will look differently as you get older you will go through more things as you get older I've heard it even referred to as like middle essence like not like adolescence but like middle essence where you kind of experience a whole shift in your body and uh in the later like the mid part of your life and I did not know that I didn't know that but I do now. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. Ah, so what am I sending you home with today? As only a good auntie would. Right, right, right. So I have an amazing group of friends. 
Some of my friends I have known my entire life. Some of them I have met in my adult life. Some of them I have met through the internet space and we have never really physically met before. But they are a part of my love village. They are a part of the people who I go to and I talk to and we discuss different topics. But one thing that they really help me with is that they keep me honest, y'all. <laughs> they keep me really, really honest. And it is super important to have that kind of reflection back at you. Sometimes we get caught up in our own bullshit, you know, and it's super important for people to be able to check you, to be able to check on you and to be able to make sure that you can see it through. I would like to give a shout out today to Jamika Renee and April Gray and Simone Mack and so many of my friends that check on me daily. I I hear from them in some form or some way daily. And that is such a huge expression of love. I think that we take for granted that when you're spending time with people, just like you and I are spending time together right now, whatever time they're spending with you or on you or thinking about you is time that they will never get back. And that deserves to be honored. So that is why I'm always so hyped when I get a chance to spend some time and pour a little into your cup. Because just as we started out this conversation in the beginning and we were talking about the remix and Stacey Abrams losing the governorship of Georgia and her not using that as an opportunity to become bitter, but to become better. And to know that she wasn't just doing it for herself. Now, I know she probably wanted to get some get back on. But she wasn't just doing it for herself. That everyone that had poured into her, she felt as though she owed them a better fight. A better chance for everyone who spends time doing anything with anyone. It is so important that we always keep in mind that's not time you're going to get back. So love on your people. Spend your time like you spend your money. Keep an eye on it and be careful on who you spend it with and on. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, the clock on the wall or on your Fitbit or wherever it is, it says, that's all. Listen, I have been taking in your feedback and this is the first 30 minute episode of the Yo Fly Auntie podcast, but it will not be the last. So tell a friend or two 
Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. And if ain't nobody told you today, I love you. And ain't a damn thing you can do about that. Bye-bye.